This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Ah, and a few other things I do want to talk about. Now, it's interesting today, and this is good news, on time, under budget, that Beaufort Road Trans-Canada Interchange is now officially open. Six lanes of free flow traffic. No more intersection there. There's the underpass. And presumably at some point, the speed limit's not going to be 50, but apparently it still is. Uh, I think that has to do maybe with uh, some of the work that's still happening just a bit further down at the Sarcy Trail Interchange, which is not done yet. But the Beaufort Road, Transcana Highway Interchange, it's done. Good. Unfortunately, the uh, controversial public art is still there. The Beaufort Tower, I guess we're calling it, which, in my opinion, and it's just my opinion, is is terrible. It's uh, not a pleasant piece of art. It doesn't make sense where it is. Just the design of it. It's the kind of thing maybe you would put in an area that's really heavy with pedestrians, uh, where people could see it, take some time to appreciate it, get up close, maybe read a bit about what, what the story is. Just for... A hundred reasons. It just doesn't make sense. And, you know, I'm sure we all recall the uh, great hue and cry just recently when we realized that that was the public art that was selected for this project. And it prompted quite a debate again about the public art policy that the city of Calgary has. So it does sound as though there's an appetite to to review this policy and, and try to make what I think are some needed changes. Uh, Councillor Shane Keating had a piece up uh, at his website this week and, and says changes are coming to Calgary's public art policy. So what might those changes be? Well, let's find out a bit more about where things stand. Joining us on the line is Ward 12's Shane Keating. Shane, thanks for making some time for us here. Welcome to the program. Oh, thank you, and I appreciate being here. Okay, so when you say changes are coming, what, what does that mean? Well, we started a, a process in 2014 where we brought some changes and we thought that that might have uh, eliminated some of the choices that have happened in the past. And obviously with the new, uh, the traveling light and the, and especially now the Beaufort uh, Towers, you might say, um, they haven't gone far enough and they haven't done exactly what we were thinking. So there has to be further changes and that's why the motion comes out and says you suspend all funding and all contracting. Um, on any public art until we're able to sit down as a council and, and come up with a better plan. All right. So you've uh, been working with uh, Councillor Sean Chu on this, then? That's correct, yeah. Okay. And yeah. so tell us a bit more, then, about what, what this motion calls for and, and how you see it making a difference. Well, the first thing, as I mentioned, it, it's going to suspend any future contracts yeah. or any future tenders for anything that will happen in the public art. Now, there's a number of components to the public art uh, Policy, but we're talking about the large main uh, installations done with new construction. So that that'll be suspended. Um, it won't mean that the funding will be cancelled and and these sorts of things. It'll just be set aside and and no further improvements. I think the next thing that we have to talk about is is how these pieces are selected and how they come about. And one of the great uh, most important whereas is in this motion. Uh, it talks about the public engagement that was done with the St. Patrick's. Uh, bridge that CMLC led, and it's followed what I would consider best practice quite often in the architectural or infrastructure world, where you have an open competition and anybody can submit a concept, mm-hmm. uh, you know, on a very brief basis. Um, from those submissions, then you would have a committee that would select three or four or five finalists. 
Um, now, those finalists then would be guaranteed a small amount of money, um, you know, just for their time and effort. But then they would go forward and they would develop their concept in depth. They might do a scale modeling uh, similar to what they did with the the bridges. They would build what it would look like. They might do some uh, very detailed renderings or videos of the of the piece in the place where it sits. Um, and then those are given out to the public, and the public can have a look at them and say, you know what. If you moved this or you did this, they gave some information, um, or if you placed it in a different spot, or if you, you know, they had the feedback, and then they could do a choice. You know, I like A, B, or C, um, and we can go forward from there because what we have at the moment is we have a small public engagement at the beginning on a community level, and then all of a sudden the artist goes away and develops something, and then it pops up, and nobody has a clue what it looks like. And I feel that the taxpayer is basically the they're commissioning this piece of art, and really they should have some strong say in what their commissioned art piece should look like. Well, my understanding is that up in Edmonton, that, that's kind of how things work there. So is, is yeah. this in part modeled on, on their approach? Well, no, I talked about it, and a number of us talked about it in 14. Administration came back and said, well, um, you know, it costs money to do public engagement. You would, you would have to pay the fees out to the losing tenders, if you like, that, um, and all that. And I'm saying, you know, that that's money well spent, and we didn't dictate, and often councils shouldn't do that, but then there comes a time where you have to and just say, this is what you're doing because what you're doing isn't working. Um, and so, it, uh, say, let's go for the Beaufort Towers, a half a million dollars, $500,000. If you set aside $50,000 for a competition fee and public engagement, then you're going to get a piece for 450000 but that piece is going to be what you know, the greater majority would accept. And, I, and I'm not talking about having one style of art or any of these, because it's all different to different people. And I've never talked about art per se. I've talked about value for what we're getting. And, and there's a number of pieces out there that we're certainly not getting the value. I mean, what's, what's the ultimate goal then of the public art policy as you see it? Uh, well, I think it should enhance the neighborhood without question. Um, it has to fit. It has to give something. Uh, I can give examples for, uh, I mean, the the head at the Beaufort uh, or the Bow Towers. Yeah, right. Um, whether you like it as art or not, but it's engaging, it's hands-on, it, it's, you know, I wouldn't want it on my front yard, either that size or smaller, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, but because that's my taste. But, you know, I can, I can accept it as a piece of art that, that enhances that square without question. Um, there's a, a piece, a contemporary um, statue that sits in Ward 12 on a um, the public uh, or private park, um, and it's there. And, and, again, it's not what I would like, but I can accept it. And there's many, many examples. There's a piece in Inglewood or Ramsey that I, I drove by the other day, and it's, it's geometrically shaped mountains with children climbing on it. Um, you know, so they have long rectangular things to impress a hill or a mountain, and, and you can actually see the children again. So that's something that you may not say is my style, but, you know, I could live with it. Um, what we seem to be getting in many cases in the last while, and the three I often talk about is the Ralph Klein Park, the Sentinels, the Traveling Light, and, of course, this new one, the Beaufort Towers, um, where the value for the money isn't there, it's not engaging um, per se as, as people can go up and touch it and look at it and, and do a number of different things. Uh, and then you have to question the, the money that was spent uh, into it and see if it's actually enhancing the neighborhood in some shape or form. And, and those three 
Uh, I've had many people who say they like them, and I said, I'm not talking about like or dislike. I'm talking about whether it's acceptable uh, and whether we're getting value for money. Well, yeah, and I, I think that's a good way to look at it. I, I don't think people want to live in a boring city where we're mm-hmm. just concrete structures and, and nothing else. I think people want a, a vibrant city, and I think most people realize that you know public art is a part of that. And so I think there's just that frustration then that maybe some of the projects that you mentioned that have been more controversial, there's a sense that we're not any better off, that, that the city hasn't been enhanced in any kind of meaningful way. Yeah, and then that, and I mean, there was an example, and, and Councillor Chu said it the other day, and whether it was his or someone said it to him, but he said, you know, if the traveling light, the big, big blue ring was in a different location, and it may have fashioned after uh, one of the dream catchers, you know, that the, of the native art or something like that, you know, then maybe it would have been acceptable. Again, may not be your taste, but uh, the way it is now, uh, stuck on the side of the road that nobody can actually touch or view unless you're driving by at, at uh, you know, 70 kilometers an hour, um, it defeats the whole purpose of having that engagement with public art. And I, I think that's the essence, um, enhancing, um, you know, different um, but acceptable. And we're not getting all three of those. All right. So this is uh, going to come before council in the next couple of weeks here, then? Yeah, it'll be on June 11th. Uh, you know, or September 11th. Oh, sorry. Yes, yeah, September okay. 11th. June is a long time. Yeah, a long time. <laughs> yes, September 11th, it'll come forward. And, and as it, it stands now, there are nine signatures on it, and, and I'm quite sure that a few more will vote in favor of it. So you're confident that there's enough support on council oh, to, to make some I think some there is. Uh, this last example has, has put it over the top again, and, and coming back to our... What happened in 14 is we reduced the amount of money, we allowed for the pooling so that it could go to different locations. Um, and we, we looked at adding more um, non-artist uh, community members on the board so that we would get a more well-rounded look at it. And, and I feel, unfortunately, even though we've done that, it didn't happen in this case. Um, I mean, you don't put a, a piece of art that you feel should be touched and engaged with in the middle of a, a, a four-lane highway. Now, obviously, we had an election this fall, too. I mean, is this something you're hearing about on the doorstep? I mean, are people engaged on this issue? Um, I have to admit that I, I haven't heard about it often, but it's out there. Um, you know, there are uh, numerous concerns. And, of course, in my area, when I go door knocking, uh, we're still talking transit and a number of these things, which are more of a priority. But it's out there often enough that you know it's a, it's a major concern with the residents. Uh, we're in a bit of a downturn uh, in the economy, of course, and so then that comes up as why are we still spending money on art, you know, when we uh, have people out of jobs. And that's that progress that uh, you're talking about, the vibrancy of the city and things. So I don't think it's something that we can stop outright um, but we have to make sure that we're spending the right amount of money at the right time and on the right pieces. Okay. Well, people can read more on this at shanekeating.ca. Council, thanks for joining us here this afternoon. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. That is uh, Shane Keating, City Councilor for Ward 12. So it's uh, uh, him and Sean Chu who have uh, teamed up on this motion. Says it has two key components that administration would immediately suspend any further requests for proposals on new public art installations that administration would report back to council with a new framework for selecting public art concepts and location. The framework needs to embed feedback from Calgarians in the selection process. The report would also outline when and how the public art suspension could be lifted. Seems reasonable to me. And you know, the thing with the Beaufort Towers, if this kind of an approach had been taken, I suspect this, this whole controversy could have been avoided. You don't necessarily need to give the public a veto, over these projects, but you can certainly get a sense ahead of time as to how it's going to fly. 
Uh, Don Braid recently in the Calgary Herald wrote about, about this very issue and how they do things a little bit differently in Edmonton. Uh, so he points out that uh, two years ago, in 2015, Edmonton City Council published drawings by six final contenders for a $1 million public art installation at a new transit garage. The public was invited to comment online, and they sure did. More than 3,000 responses. Now, those online comments were taken as a, as a vote. The Arts Council uh, had its own panel, and they were the ones making the final decision. But the public's views were certainly considered. So when the council announced the winning design, there was little complaint. So that may come once this is all complete, but at least the public's aware of what's coming. The city can't be accused of secrecy. And I think that was the issue with the Beaufort Tower. It just seemed to come out of nowhere. All of a sudden, people are wondering why these leftover beams are, are, are propped up where the work appears to be done at this, at this new interchange. And then just out of nowhere, we learn, oh, yeah, by the way, that's, that's the public art. Given how taken aback people were, and I think that's why, you know, there was such a backlash on top of it being just, in all honesty, an atrocious piece of art. Interestingly as well today, we've got a statement released by Mayor Nenshi and the Treaty 7 chiefs regarding the indigenous aspects, or not, of this particular piece of public art. Let's take a break, and I want to read some of that to you. This has been another weird angle to this controversy. 403-974-TALK is a number. Back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.